Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. is going over here is my um, levels yeah your levels seem great Kyle. doing good uh-huh beauty levels yeah sweet beauty levels i finally get to return the gag to you <laughs> yeah come on I man because oh we've been going i'm just over here looking at my phone like a dipshit exactly and i never get to do that because we're never in the same room we're in we're i'm in the stoneberg studios you sure are buddy stoneberg studios in beautiful uh, los angeles california absolutely buddy it's good to see you <clears throat> in the flesh yeah, man. Uh, this is I gotta say the record room, Stoneberg Studios. We we had an evening. We sure did. We had an evening. This place just aesthetically incredibly comfortable. Thank you, buddy. This is a pro pro gear pro attitude. <laughs> I'm looking at record racks, a stereophonic sound system. I was saying yesterday the fact that you t- pay attention to your posters mm-hmm. and your your art being hung uh, level. Is so aesthetically pleasing to someone like me who I don't know how I could be like a slob in one way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, could, I, I won't shower for three days, but if a picture on the wall is crooked, I'm like, this is unacceptable. I'm the same way. I never thought myself to be OCD at all. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm 90 pounds overweight, and that's fine. But that picture's yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait till I have yeah. Up. I have literal pig pen stink lines coming <laughs> off of me to bathe. <laughs> But uh, I, yeah, I got to make sure the coasters on the table, the the right angles line up with the corners of the table. Oh my god! Yeah, I never thought that, but that's hilarious. Like, the- well, because it doesn't always have to do with cleanliness. It's more of just a control thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like things like in order. Yeah, because even being stinky, it's because I controlled that. <laughs> I decided if I'm stinky and I don't want to be stinky, and I can't get to a shower. I'm annoyed. But if it's three days, because I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just feeling it. Oh my god, that is so funny, dude. This is I, I couldn't I couldn't get over it last night. Lovely new place. Katie did a great job. She's such a good host. Yeah. She was yeah. like, "What kind of snacks does Kyle like?" I'm like, "All of them. Apparently, all of them. We got all of them." Yeah. Just had a little. <laughs> it was like a movie theater concession stand when we got here. We had grown man slumber party. We we really did. Mm-hmm. We really did. We stayed up. We listened to records and yeah. we watched things and we walking around being mm-hmm. being goofs. Yeah, man. It's a hell of a night. We played Oxnard, California. That was a lot of fun. That was a good show. Yeah, you know, so it was Monday night. Not mm-hmm. not so many people, but it's still a good turnout for yeah, Monday for night. a Monday. I was I was very happy. Yeah, man. dude, and I try to I try to quell this, you know, because you're my buddy. But uh, watching you watching you work, man, watching you get that hour dialed in. It's well, it's got to be dialed in. I'm recording it in a couple days, so it's, uh, it's a good one. And likewise, folks are gonna love it, man. And likewise, old Dave's talking about being a cop on stage. Just this tour, this this last Cracking little, little run, it. this last little run in the Midwest that I just got back from. Uh, by the way, yesterday I was up for twenty nine hours. So it was just a long. I didn't realize that. I thought day. you'd come home and taking a nap. <laughs> no, that so was that's... the intention, but it just uh, it didn't work out that way. But uh, yeah, anyway, this last run, I uh, yeah, I'm gonna start talking about the cop shit. 
figured. I think it was pertinent. It was our last run together in December in Florida and Georgia, where you're like, I forgot how you phrased it, but you're like, you have legitimately interesting stories. I'm up there talking about farts. Yeah, I don't. Why are you not talking in my real life? Like, like think about every comic who was just like, yeah, I, I started comedy and I liked it, and then I waited tables, and then I. Every every stand-up comedian's origin story is so similar. Like, yeah, I waited tables, yeah, I partied, mm-hmm. and then I did stand-up, and then, boy, did I have some shitty jobs. But you have, like, a very unique, like, you know, it's like hearing, like, somebody that was, like, in the military or something. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, you had a real life. Yeah. You, you did some real-life stuff before being a comedian. Not many comics I know did real-life things. Yeah. Yeah, and I used to be, uh, I don't know if... Um Self-conscious is not the right word, but I used to regret that I started comedy so late. I started at 29, and I, you know, when I was early in my career, I was like, oh, if I'd have started, you know, at 22, I'd have seven more years in or whatever. But, like, now I feel like it's starting to kind of bear fruit and that I can go back and, you know, mine material from those my 20s when I wasn't even thinking yeah, about Yeah, you, you were out living. Yeah. Doing a real thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been cathartic. Uh, not to be too pretentious about stand up, but it's this run. It's it's been nice to be able to finally talk about some of that stuff on stage. Yeah. Where for literally fifteen years, I was just afraid to, or not afraid to, but just and we've talked about that. Just uh, some of it. Some of it's kind of gnarly. You're telling me some of the stories. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's so much. That might be more of a one man show. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of the kind of retelling aren't really. Uh, is kind of find hard to find the humor in some of the go- gory <laughs> shit. Yeah, I- man, you tell them to me. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that one should be on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to how to spin some of this stuff. But yeah, it's fun. It's a fun show. Uh, yeah, dude, your hour. I mean, your closing Thanks, bit. Thanks, And I think you addressed it on stage. You got the closing bit is like 25 minutes. Well, I got and I say that as a compliment. Like it's a story, yeah, it's, it's a, a story. story, yeah. But like, it's such beautiful long form comedy. Like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. It's it's I again. We we're talking about yes. There's some people that can write a perfect joke, mm-hmm. set up punchline, the, like the basics. Like I'm gonna be an NBA star. You need to know how to do a layup. Yeah. Just a regular layup. Yeah. Just do a regular layup. And I'm not gonna be good with sports metaphors. <laughs> it's not my thing. But like, you, you got to know those basic. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's always the. the ed, the admirers of famous comics, like oh, I'm going to emulate. They do start emulating styles. At least I'm glad I started emulating Hedberg because, like, that taught me I had to try and write jokes yeah. right away. Yeah. Or even if you emulate David Tell, still jokes. Like, okay, they're dirtier, but it's still jokes. Whereas, like, oh man, I'm just going to emulate Dave Chappelle. It's like we're just going to go. Like the the nobody, no, you're not. None of us are philosophers. Yeah, get off the fucking stool. None of us are philosophers. Also, you think like 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 people praise like oh if, you know Aristotle, all these philosophers. But what would, like you just got to be the guy wandering around town, ruminating on shit, mm-hmm. and people fed and clothed you. Yeah, over that, like how how were they compensated? In the world for just being the guy that wander around because the currency question. the currency here is that people laugh that's what they're trading off for uh-huh. philosopher you could be a philosopher f- go for it. everybody's a fucking philosopher everybody has an opinion on something mm-hmm. 
but like, like philosophers. But like how? Yeah, have how did you? Appearances? Did they? How, yeah, how? Yeah, what was yeah? I do the college circuit. Yeah, that fit right in there. We're gonna go see Aristotle tonight. Uh, yeah, higher education. It's kind of based in the you know. So yeah, I I, I wonder about that, but yeah, comedians like I'm a philosopher. Like really, what life experience do you have other than being a comedian? Yeah, other than having free time to ponder things. Yeah. You know, that's why, like, you come and talk about cop stuff. It's like, oh, wait a minute. We're all sitting here like, oh, cops are bastards. Defund the police. But then to listen to actual somebody who was a cop, but who this whole time has been the comedian we've been hanging out with, like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's the perspective that we didn't think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's valuable, man. Well, thank you, buddy. Yeah, and I just feel like um, not that... I don't want to. I don't know how to articulate it. Not that I have just an endless amount of interesting stories about, but I was a cop for four and a half years, yeah. and a lot of crazy. I saw a lot of crazy shit. But like we were just referring to, like some of it, I have no idea how to make funny, and I'm probably not even going to attempt. I mean, don't make stories. it funny. Yeah. But I mean, just in the regular course of life, like I saw this with my own eyes. It mm-hmm. has shaped my, you know. You know my appreciation for the value of human life. Some of the stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. Ah, we don't. That's that, those are stories for you to tell, buddy. For whenever <laughs> you want to tell them. Oh man, but yeah, fun show. Uh, thanks for everybody who came out to uh, my Midwest shows. Um, yeah, every show. Just yeah. I, had, I had a blast. I was talking to you a little bit about this off stage, uh, off stage, off mic. Um, but I don't think I had really talked to you much about it or maybe at all prior, but if I'm being honest, um, I've been in sort of a creative, I don't want to say crisis or rut, but just, and it, and it sincerely has nothing to do with like career success because at this point I don't, I'm not really interested in that. I mean, yeah, I'd love to get a a, Mm. a Netflix special, you know, what comic wouldn't, I'd love to get things, but it's not like, Oh, shucks. I haven't, done what I feel like I should have done or gotten what I deserved. It's more yeah. like it's been, I've questioned in the last year or two, well, I guess a lot of, not just comics, but it, anybody who's in a particular field through COVID and all that. Yeah, uh, everybody got shook up a little bit. But I was just like, uh, of course I'm getting a phone call. Um, what am I trying to say? It's not, I haven't been sitting around thinking like, oh, I'm going to quit because I haven't accomplished what I want to accomplish. It was, do I still want to do it this way 10 years from now, 15 years from now? Yeah. Is it time to consider a pivot into whatever, food truck, record store? I don't know. But uh, this last run was like, no, this... This is why you fell in yeah. love with it in the first place, asshole. Like, I had so much fun. People came out with it. People love it. I mean, yeah, everybody gets that spinning your wheels feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Katie made a great point. She's like, you always feel that way, dumbass, when you go on these long stretches in between tours or when you're not getting local stage time <clears throat> yeah. enough or whatever. It's like, you yeah, you were also doing, you were moving. I mean, mm-hmm. you got married. You were moving. It was the holidays. You were also doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. That wasn't comedy related. I get that same way around the holidays too, where <clears throat> I always like work up until December, mid December. Mm-hmm. But then the holidays and everything, I fuck off and I won't do anything. But then halfway through January, I'm like, gotta get back at it. Yeah. 
get, I'm losing it all. I got to get back at it. So, well, and I think that was my concern mm-hmm. though was during those breaks I didn't have that antsy look. Ooh, I want to get back to it. It was like, yeah, I'm. Am I okay with this? Am I okay with not doing it? But then at the same time. As soon as I go back out and do it, it's like, oh no, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did miss it. You're supposed to be doing it, yeah. But yeah, I, I just had an absolute blast on this run, and then uh, flying back and then doing that show last night. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize you'd been awake for that long. You're getting. It's funny because then you you volunteered to drive the show last night, yeah. and you just drove past every exit on the way back to your house. And I'm looking at the GPS. I'm like, oh, maybe just he's been gone. Maybe it's like he just likes being on the 101 for a while. And eventually, I was like, what are we doing, buddy? Well, I did want to go. He wanted We're, me to take Laurel Canyon. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I'll just drive down to Sunset. And you're like, there's four other that's quicker like, options. Be, the GPS is like, how about this? All right, maybe this one. I guess you missed that one. How about this one? I'm like, that was... I was fried. <laughs> yeah. On you know, on the one oh one I was just kinda had it in cruise control, stay in the same lane. It was yeah. easy. But then when I had to get off and start bobbing and weaving, I was like, wait, Space what am I doing? Then we still kicked it to about three thirty last night. Yeah, man. Being ding dongs around it's very it's a very comfortable place. Thanks, man. Incredibly comfortable apartment. Yeah, Katie, uh, it's all Katie's credit. She uh she's pretty much hung every picture and did everything and yeah. was, you know, let me I won't say let, you know, but like was generous enough to be like, you take this second room and you do a record room or office or whatever. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been nice. It's, 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 uh, I kind of. It's inviting. It's very inviting. Thanks. You don't, I, sometimes I feel like it's a little Peter Panish, like, this is my room. This is where my things are. But, but it's I mean, like, every dude, like, we'll call it the man cave, uh-huh. call it the garage. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. What were you going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. What else would I do? Rachel and I each have a bedroom. That's our office. Mm-hmm. It's an office. Yeah. If it's your office, you pull whatever you want in your office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my records and my posters. Yeah. Man, well, yeah, I'm glad you had great shows. I had weirdo shows. Yeah. Yeah, you did have uh, did a, a weird week of shows. I did a college gig out in the middle of Missouri. How'd that go? I mean, it was, it was a college gig. It mm-hmm. was just... 20 youths in a well-lit classroom. If I wore a tie-dye shirt, too. I just was kind of just had it on for a couple days at that point. And then, like I was saying, that, I'm like, man, it's like, I look, because I already look like, you know, balding with the beard and the tie-dye shirt. And I look like a guy like, I'm here to freak out the squares, man. I look like, <laughs> like the juice guys from The Simpsons. Like, oh, this is the worst old guy trying to look young vibe. But they, they were fine. It was it was fine. You know, college gigs they notoriously pay well, and then yeah. you just you do them, and you're like, I don't know, it was weird. I'm fine, fine. Weird gigs. I like weird gigs. They shake you up a little bit. When you say well lit classroom, was there no performance lighting? Was it literally just a classroom? Oh, it was just a classroom. Like college, no yeah. attempt at trying to like, do any kind of lighting. Oh man, that's no rough. It was classroom. Like it's and a I, career I stood, day. And yeah, and then I stood on the stage. They still had a whole PA. I'm like, I don't need this. I could just talk to them. I didn't use a PA. I feel like it's insulting. If it if there's not a lot of people there, mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost condescending to use a microphone. Yeah. I, for me, it's the... It's, people need the physical... The yeah, and I like... No, yeah, now use your hands for things. Yeah. Figure uh, out what to do with your person. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday night, I did a private gig for... Uh, for I'm apparently... Uh, this gal's, uh, this was what well, was supposed to happen two years ago. It was her fiftieth birthday, uh-huh. uh, and I'm her favorite comedian. Her this woman's mother is a billionaire. 
a, a with a B. With a B. With a legit. With a real B. That's like that's like ten million dollars. <laughs> that's like a few ten million. It's a few ten million dollars. <laughs> I was like in my twenties before I actually realized what a bit. You know, everybody thinks a billion. That's just a shit ton of money. It's a million a thousand times over. To, yeah. You have a thousand million. Think of a million bucks, and think of people that have people have a hundred million. Like it always helps when they show it visualized. Yeah. As far as like, here's what a hundred dollars looks like, like physically, physical dollar bills. Yeah, you know, here's what. In a billion is yeah a th- a thousand mil- million. Yeah, a thousand millions. Quick aside, I want to hear your story about that show. But um, in the news recently, <laughs> in the last couple of days on Twitter, Elon Musk yeah. either did or is about to purchase Twitter about for Twitter, yeah. forty-four billion. Uh, funny comic Jesse Case out of Nashville. Yeah. His tweets are always so fucking funny. But this wasn't even meant to be funny. But he was like, "Hey, for some perspective," and I did the math, and it did compute. He's like forty-four billion dollars. He's like, if you made two hundred thousand dollars a day. Every day since Columbus arrived in America 500 years ago, 200,000. Think about that. For the last 500 years, if you somehow earn $200,000 every day, you still wouldn't have $44 billion. That's mind blowing. That's mind blowing. That's how much $44 billion is. $200,000 a day truly, since 1492. It's inconceivable, is yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know this is just so obvious, and everybody complains about being there, billionaires, but, like, how do you literally even accumulate that much? Like, how's that even possible? Your family had it first. Company, I mean, because then in that billion dollars, I mean, I mean, it's not just a billion dollars sitting in a bank. It's, uh-huh. I don't know, if, like, cumulative, how they talk about it, like, with well, this company is worth this much that they own. So that's part of their wealth, you know, and the, the, I, I but, can't. I don't have the imagination to think of it. I couldn't imagine going out tomorrow and in mm-hmm. one day figuring out how to come home with $200,000. And with that example, that's every day of every year for the last 500 and something years. That's insane to me. And what is it? What's in the mindset of like accumulating more? Like it's not, they can't be real numbers to those people. Yeah. Like, there's never anything like, oh, I don't have a thing. I got to work harder to get this thing. There's no, there's nothing. That's why they go to fucking space. Yeah. There's no yachts big enough. It's, I'll go to space. I I just, and I know they're trying to be like, they're trying to say it's like altruistic, all their space programs. Like, you know, Bezos, you don't need your dumb cowboy hat. I go to space now. Yeah. I just, ah, man, I, I, that's who was, I, I was in the room with a, a one billionaire. Do you think there were other billionaires? Like, surely they, if you're a billionaire, you probably travel uh, in circles with other billionaires. Or at least other multi, Mul- multi-millionaires. Yeah. That's crazy. Because a, where was a it billion at? is a thousand million. That great Andy Sanford joke. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. He's like, yeah. yeah, reading the news of the national deficit was $17 trillion. $17 trillion. Yeah. 
That's more money than I make in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> so I, I was like, they got to have it. You, if you're that rich... People could say anything they want about. I'm like, I try. I'm like, I was. I wanted to make sure this gal whose birthday it was. I first I called Where several times. By the way, Spago in Beverly Hills. Oh wow! I I've always heard that, but I, I wouldn't know. So what have it I. Is. Yeah, just just frou frou. So have I. That's what I was like, yeah, I've never been to Spago. No, did, no kidding. I'm, I'm like, I've been to the Cheesecake Factory down the street. <laughs> Hell of an apple teeny. Did they hook you up with a meal or anything? They're like, they're like anything you want to eat before. I'm like, I'm not going to eat. I'm nervous to do the show because I had to go. I just sat at the bar. I probably eat. I, I probably drank about five old fashions, mm-hmm. which there. I mean, I think they were like thirty bucks a pop. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I thought you were being exaggerating. No, no, no. thirty dollars for a cocktail. Yeah. Maybe twenty five, which is not. It's it's an asshole price, but yeah. not. And I was just drinking, like, whatever you make it with the well. Like, yeah. They had, like, the cognac and stuff and the snifters at the bar. The first, Right when I get there, the first they, they told me, they're like, wait at the bar because it's a surprise. Okay. So go into the bar area. This is the birthday party. in a private room. I go sit at the bar. There's some woman drinking white wine, and she's telling, like, the all minority staff that's working there. She's like, yeah, and now one of my tenants... It's calling me a racist, so now I have to go to the board and deal with that because they're ca- like just an old white lady drinking wine at Spago, talking about her tenants, thinking she's racist. I'm like, this is on the nose <laughs> as far as what I thought I would hear at Spago, and all the the minority bartenders like, oh no, that can't be true. But then they they left and they were just like she's a very nice lady, <laughs> so, and they were they they were all like friendly. I mean, they, of course they're gonna be friendly. That you you never know who's who, mm-hmm. which that's just the way you should behave in normal life, not yeah. because it's advantageous. But you, who cares? Treat everybody mm-hmm. with the same amount of kindness. But if you're walking through those doors, damn, how many people <clears throat> roughly were there? It was about eighty people in oh, a birthday okay. party. It was wow. pretty big. And then, yeah, I opened up with Megan. I'm like. You know, I wasn't wearing a hat or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm just I took this game. I'm just looking for a good hair guy. And I'm like, but now looking around this room, you know what? Never mind. And then that that one was rough right away. In fact, you got millions of dollars, and you pay somebody enough money to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, who's if I was a billionaire? Like, here's you're on the payroll. You need to tell me when I'm being an asshole. Mm-hmm. I don't want yes men. I want somebody that's a regular person. That's like, yeah, man. You got a dark brown toupee, and you're 78 years old, and the rest of your hair is white. It doesn't match. Fix your fucking head. Reality consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Really. What a okay. good gig. I need you. I need you to keep help me keep it real. That's a cool gig. <clears throat> yeah. And so, so some of these, like some people were laughing at the jokes, but other people are. Just, <clears throat> they were just. They're not. I was saying they're like, they're like social astronauts. They've just been in orbit around real people mm-hmm. for so long like they don't know they just don't they don't the same way we can't conceive mm-hmm. of them having them it's a let them eat cake kind of thing even though they were in in the the I mean, i'm not going to name names here <clears throat> it was still it went it was a weird gig mm-hmm. 
I tried to write jokes specific for it. These people have been having a fun birthday. They're in there. I'm like, you're going to go like, anyway, guys. Yeah, just do your regular Yeah, so I got a cat that lives in my yard. Like, it's it's not going (laughs) to. Yeah, and they love that. The private gigs, they love it when you customize it a little bit. Well, customize a little too much. (laughs) What else? What else? Not that I'm just like, yeah, I just did some Googling. Main woman's lady. She's like, it was through real estate transactions. But she's also very philanthropic. Like, Uh The biggest laugh I got, I was like, so what did you guys do with your $1,200 stimulus checks? And they laughed too hard at that. <laughs> they laughed way too hard. I'm like, well, you can make, you know, put, make your money, make money for you. That's, I played the lottery. That's the same thing. That's what you do. You make your money, make more money. Yeah. But uh, it was, uh, there was a couple drunk, loose ones in there. Oh, really? Yeah. And ju- and, and one lady who just had the most, just kind of well-to-do, kind of smug face, thinking she's helping, but just sounding like, well, tell them about your life, what it's like being blue-collar. Like, just... <clears throat> and I think she thought she was being funny. Like, I'll throw myself under the bus. This is... I always try to think people are funnier than they are, and they're just miscalculated in their comedy. I'm like, oh, you're trying to be the aristocrat. Uh-huh. That says something like that. I don't want to believe you're actually saying that for real. Hmm. You know what I, you know yeah. what I mean? We're like I, I want to give people more credit for funny things. Yeah. So, uh, but it was you know, I got paid. How long did you have to do? Half hour. Oh, really? Just a half yeah, hour. Yeah, half hour. And they were appreciative. And I got like later later on the feedback afterwards. Was like, oh, everybody loved it. I'm like everybody did not love it. Yeah. Not everybody. Yeah. But I was trying to do crowd work. It's not even crowd work. I'm like, I was something talking about one lady, like horse. Oh, yeah, of course you're horse people. Like, I'm like, how many horses do you have? You're like 20. I'm like, what the fuck do you have 20 horses for? It's a car you have to feed. Yeah. It's like, oh, we breed them. I'm like, so you make more horses. With 20 <laughs> horses, you make more horses. It was, it was just a class of people that I just wasn't even prepared to imagine trying to mingle with i don't th- i'm trying to think when the serve when when one of the people working there goes like man when you say the thing about the stimulus checks like we were losing it i'm like good this is for you this is truly for you guys and you still probably make more than me in a year being a waiter at spago i would assume i've never been in the same building as a billionaire uh well you know you I was going to say the airport, but no, I probably got a private jet yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> I'm, not, try, I'm trying to think of what building. <laughs> they're not standing at the curb at LAX. You know, you might you might have been getting an insufficient funds receipt from an ATM, and they're, they own the bank. <laughs> you know, they might have been in that same building. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, so it was a wild one. I'm like, so two weird gigs, and then it was kind of refreshing to just do Irvine Sunday and Oxnard yeah. last night. Oh, these are the jokes. These are the people I need to yeah. be around here. Yeah. Yeah, last night was a lot of fun. It was a good time. You had We had one one disruptive lady who left pretty early on. Just a, a, a put-together. I never got a look at her. Oh, she seemed like a very put-together woman. Well, not like she looked physically put-together, mm-hmm. but just drunk. Bruce Gray emceed and handled, handled it very well. It was funny, mm-hmm. but direct about it. Mm-hmm. About like, all right, well, we're going to keep you. Make sure you stay shut up, but yeah. we'll take you to Coles across the mall later. We'll get you. Like, but there was, and I, so she didn't get in your act too much. She tried to, and I just completely ignored her, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I really do 
ironically, I have a, a long leash with that stuff only because I don't want to stop what I'm doing, yeah. mess up my rhythm, address it. So, like, I'm pretty tolerant. Like, I just, all right, I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Well, I'll, it's, I'll ignore it's hard that. If, like, if you run over them mm-hmm. once or twice, we're like, oh, I'm, I got no in here anyway, so yeah. I guess I'll give up. Yeah, so she left uh, fairly early in your set. Yeah, I, made I a, didn't. I didn't even I, notice that she had left. I made a joke about Anne Frank, and I started just like oh, to throw a coat over her arm and walked out. I'm like, that's fine. So uh, a few minutes after she left, I just get this text: "Hey, dude, this is Bruce, the host. <laughs> yeah. Got your number from Dave Wait." I got locked out. Can you come open the green room door? <laughs> so during your set, he goes out to smoke a cigarette or something, and he's he's kind of he's done that club a lot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I always go out this door, smoke a cigarette, come back in the front, and the doors were locked. So not only did he get locked out, while he's locked out, that lady is out there, and she's he's like, yeah, it was like a zombie movie for him. He just told her to shut up. Now they're both just lost in this outdoor yeah, mall together. Just the two of them alone. Guys, let me in, man. She's out here, dude. And apparently he said, yeah, she immediately comes up and it's like, what's your deal? And he's yeah. like, I don't have a deal. I got another problem <laughs> right now. I was like, I don't have a deal. There's no deal. Don't worry about it. There's no deal. <laughs> got to get back cool. into my workspace. <laughs> yeah, the security guard came by. We'll just bang on the door. You can't bang on the door. There's a show going on. Yeah, you just got to bang real hard so they hear him. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, to go through a third party, Dave, wait to get your number to call. <laughs> and yet he's 30 feet on the other side that of that was, wall. That was quick thinking on his part, though, yeah. I'll be honest. But yeah, it was it was a good time. And well, cool, buddy. Old Oxnard, we did, we did the jokes and then... yeah. Shit, I don't know. I've just been in L.A. for the past week. And How's it been going here? Been hanging why out. Why haven't it? It's been. It's you know. You, you, well, we we recorded to late Tuesday. So I, yeah. I was had I had myself a Monday last week. Okay, that's right. Monday's new Friday, man. I tell yeah. you, last night three thirty in the morning. <laughs> that's why they're coming out late, everybody. Monday's new Friday. I don't think we can keep this Tuesday schedule anymore. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then it, it like Wednesday was just I kind of took I was kind of fried out by Wednesday. Thursday uh-huh. I had to go to Missouri for that gig. Friday came back and saw saw the Menzingers at the old uh, at the old uh, Roxy there. That was a great show. I'm unfamiliar with them. Yeah, punk rock band. Okay, punk rock emo indie kind of band out of East Coast Philadelphia area. Yeah, good they're show. real good. Yeah, right. Want to see Sincere Engineer? Got the. Same thing happened to me when I was open for Jawbreaker. Uh-huh. Like, okay, show starts at nine, mm-hmm. or so. This one starts at eight. Oh, we were rolling at about eight ten. We heard the end of their last song. Like, oh no, our stuff says seven seven forty five in the back. I'm like, the ticket said eight. I was right next door at the Roxy. I heard it start. I'm like, oh, they're just doing a sound check. Uh-huh. And I didn't think that anyway. So I missed them, but uh, but met a couple folks from that band. Chicago represent was good. And then the Menzingers were awesome. And we just. I still like the Rainbow Room. I still like mm-hmm. the old. Did you go there? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like the old rockers hanging on to it, man. Yeah. I've said it before. Good. Yeah. Hang, they, hang on to it, dudes. Did you see some some throwback dudes over There's there? Some, there was some original. I mean, a lot of the OGs, I mean, are dead or just, you know, it's not a sustainable thing. Like, all yeah. right, let's go drink Jack Daniels. At the rainbow, I'm like, who are you going to call? When they're all like, yeah, we're 68 years old, dude. <laughs> I'm exhausted. 
that was that was forty years ago. I cannot do that anymore. Oh my god! And so there's a couple, but then it's more like people that are in their twenties or thirties that are still that's their era of music. Mm-hmm. You know, almost in a way that that I was trying to pull off rockabilly shit. And there's you know, twenty four year old rockabilly peoples in the nineties that like they. Still, do you think there was like people in the forties that were like, "I'm a, I'm a flapper, I'm a medieval knight." It's not like, yeah, like tried to pull like some. There's a throwback scene. Like, when did the what was the first throwback mimicry like scene? Oh man, yeah, somebody, somebody from the 18th century pretended to be from the 16th century. Yeah, what is that? A coonskin cap? Yeah, man, I'm just doing like a retro thing, you know. It's vintage, dude. <laughs> it is crazy. I do this math in my head all the time, but it's crazy to think like, all right, when we were in high school, the Beatles were 30 years ago. Yeah. And now yeah, yeah. we were in high school 30. Now Pearl Jam was 30 years dude, ago. That I've... That's that, crazy. I mean, I we were talking about this last... Like, I don't feel 45. I, I mean... As dudes, you don't look in the mirror and like really ponder. Obviously, like I can't. If I get, yeah, well, yeah. If I get stoned and look in the mirror, I'm like, you're old as fuck, dude. Yeah. Look at your face, y'all. I can't do it. Yeah, mushrooms never look in the mirror on mushrooms. No. Don't ever do that. No. But it's like, no, I brush my teeth. Everything's fine. I don't feel any boogers hanging off me. I'm fine. I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't ponder. I don't ponder the wrinkles or anything. But then you look at a photo of yourself, like. Like I forget that my beard's all white now, yeah. and I look, I look forty five. Yeah, me too. Shit hurts, whatever that you know, body, but I don't feel me- mentally. I don't feel forty five. Well, because our personal resume isn't that of a forty five year old. In that we don't have a yeah. nine to five, we don't have kids. Yeah, I don't have a kid turning eighteen that's putting me in check. Where I'm like going to think about when I was eighteen, how far ago. Mm-hmm. But so it is. You know, you see the kids that, like, people wear sublime shirts. And not ironically, just as, like, a, a throwback fashion. Mm-hmm. Because it's, yeah, it's from the 90s. It's mm-hmm. from 25 years ago. And it's just a fashion thing. That would be like just wearing a, a Led Zeppelin shirt mm-hmm. in 1995. It just looks cool, man. It's good artwork. We yeah. like the artwork. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the album. I like the band well enough, but the shirt looks cool. It's classic rock. That stuff's classic rock. Yeah. Well, and I do appreciate uh, that when I see somebody wearing a shirt or listening to a band from a bygone era, because I do also get annoyed at the opposite of that, of people mm-hmm. who aren't aware of any mm-hmm. pop culture thing that happened before they were born. Like, yeah. well, I was born in 92, but yeah, you never heard it. I had a buddy who was like 10 years younger than me, and this was 10 or 12 years ago, but uh, he, he didn't, had no idea what I was talking about when I referenced Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. It's like you never, you never even heard of it. Like I get like, oh, I've heard, I know that's a movie. I've never seen it. He had no idea what I was talking. He's like, well, I'm, I wasn't even born yet. It's like, well, the Beatles retired before I was born, but I still know who they are. I mean, I could see if you're like, oh, it's a movie from the '80s about the '60s. I mean, yeah, th- okay. think of how many classic movies. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like later. Streetcar Named Desire. I, no, I didn't see it. I know it's a movie. Yeah. Like the thing of how many how many movies that are just classics. I've mm-hmm. tried to watch and some of them are just they're slow as shit because we were raised on you know, raised but like the stuff that you know about now. 
it's not it was slower paced i'm like oh they put the credits before the movie even starts what is this, five minutes of this shit get to the action baby speaking of which i wonder how that's i haven't noticed but i wonder if entertainment in general like classic entertainment or traditional entertainment like movies like television shows traditional entertainment <laughs> i wonder how that is changing in this new tiktok S- era square dance <laughs> Plate spinner. <laughs> Big wrestling. <laughs> uh, but, you know, all we hear about now is, you know, uh, short attention spans and, you know, uh, ADHD and five-second mm. clips. I wonder if that has affected you know, oh, long-form uh, art. I, I would – I mean, I think people are still making the art, but as far as what's pop culture stuff, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely stunted. Mm-hmm. People, or like people's attention. I mean, think about any video, like watch this five second ad. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Click away. Like, yep. So even now, like just Netflix, like, oh, we're going to put ads. Like, everybody's like, well, mm-hmm. Netflix is sinking to the bottom of the ocean because yeah. they're going to play it. Have you tried to watch this regular TV at all lately? I won't do it. It's just, I can't, I won't watch commercials. I'll watch, like in the hotel, like on the tour, yeah. I only watched if I had Showtime or HBO or something. I'm not going to sit there and watch Comedy Central or it, the only exception for me is sports because there's no other options. I have yeah. to watch, if I'm watching a sports, a sports ball game, you know, you got to watch the commercials, but like I'm not going to watch a you got to watch it live, yeah. I'm not going to watch a movie. On, if there's a great movie and it's on VH1, fuck Unex- that. Unacceptable. No. Not a chance. Yeah, it's like, a hand cranked phonograph. Like, no, no, we don't. We don't need this. Oh man! But I bet, I bet it does. I bet there's. I mean, and that that's that's a boogie monster topic of just how, how it's affecting people's brain. Which I we should watch a social dilemma last night. Could you get to watch that? Yeah, I started. Not like that we would have made it three thirty in the morning. Like. Let's yeah. watch Donnie Brasco. We watched seven minutes. Of I, Donnie Brasco. I, I think if you made it seven, I probably made it four. <laughs> Oh man, but yes, good to be back. Good to see you in person. We're yeah, we're, we're doing it live, baby. <laughs> this, this is the spot. This is just Dave's interview room, man. Yeah, I think man. Dave just this is where interviewing I come. some country legends in here. That's where I come to play with my toys. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a yeah. We're trying to just create a good vibe here. You nailed it. You know, and we were talking last night. We were stoned and having like uh, I think I was having recently whatever the opposite of an existential crisis is yeah just like it's just starting to realize like all right I'm not not gonna have kids I'm married you know knock yeah. on wood you know no, I'm gonna the marriage is gonna work out and we're gonna and I was just like all I've <laughs> got to do in my life is just be good to my wife be good to my friends yeah and have fun and try to you know try to pursue whatever my yeah interest or goals are i've been thinking like along those lines too and like maybe i gotta start how much am i taking versus how much am i giving back that's a good way to look at it that's that's nice you know how much am i consuming versus how much am i creating Mm -hmm. i try to it was a joke i don't know if i was telling you that i was trying to make it about it just wasn't working as a joke but about like being in that house in oregon now Mm -hmm. And like now, I'm very well aware of how much garbage I make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that that's not in the hour. You no, just, it just hasn't made it as a, I don't know how the neighbors walking are. by and judging. Well, the no, baby no, that makes and, it. But about okay. like now, I physically know like this is all my garbage. Yeah, like I this I made this in a week. <laughs> and about how like did I do enough good things in the world this week to justify this much trash that I put in the world? 
And sometimes I'm like, no, man, you just bought some bullshit. Here's a bunch of dumb packaging that came with it. And I didn't do anything. So I'm like, well, I, should be- I better do more stuff next week. But I'm lazy. I'm like, I just won't get as much stuff next yeah. week. I just won't buy stuff next yeah. week. I'm not going to be, I'm still going to be lazy. Like, I'm not going to go sign up for the Big Brother program, but I'm going to buy less bullshit. <laughs> I'll I'm make not, some meals at home, not use takeout containers. I'm not going to go earn more money, but I'm going to spend less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm budgeting my karma. Uh-huh. That's so Budgeting funny. my goodwill with the universe. It's so funny that you brought that up because uh, Katie was tidying up the house before you came over mm-hmm. yesterday, and I was just thinking, man, Katie's, there may be several things, but there's one thing that she's really into that, would drive you up a wall. Mm-hmm. Single use plastic. She's out of control. She loves her big. She doesn't drink alcohol anymore. So mm-hmm. her thing. She loves beverages. She loves sparkling water and she loves diet soda and just. But everything that she consumes liquid wise is other than we finally started doing the big jugs of water. We got yeah. the water cooler with the five gallon thing. But every other liquid that goes in her body came from a single use plastic or glass. I mean, and again, it's it's the companies that are the worst ones. But you can get it in glass or cans. Everything you get, you can get in a glass or a can. Sparkling water, love yeah. a Topo Chico. Yeah. So you got that over there. Mm-hmm. And we recycle all that stuff, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. But I I just had when I was showing you the recycling, I opened it and there was just like dozens of plastic Perrier bottles. I'm like, ah. That's, I'm not. I'm you. You've been nothing but kind. I'm not in your home to judge. Not in your home to judge. But I've I've been doing good. Like ever since you got me the yeah. uh, Street Justice Dave Nalgene, which was a couple years ago. That's that's the only thing you know you in terms of water. Just having a mug, carrying a mug around, mm-hmm. just little things. But, but also is, like also like beverages you like taste better out of a can or glass. Yeah. Even it's when I mean, you think about <clears throat> think of like alcohol. Like would you drink beer out of a plastic? Like if it, they came in plastic bottles? No, no. I do sometimes. Depending on what beer it is, sometimes I prefer the can. Yeah, but I always prefer a can or a bottle but over a cup. You know, or a I think you go to those bars like the extra rowdy or cheaper bars where you get the plastic pint glass mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, yeah, nah, just red solo cup. No, I just I don't. Yeah, I mean if I yeah backyard barbecue kind of yeah thing. something like that. But, even, but if I had the option, that's my hang up, man. It's the, the it's funny the way the companies are all like you, you know you need to try better. Mm-hmm. Remember to recycle this product, and you realize it's the companies that are polluting everything. Yeah, worse than the individual. But yeah, I listen. I, like I said. But nothing but hospitable slumber party with a little Mel's little Mel's Diner. Walked over to Mel's Diner this morning. Had some good. Didn't see any celebrities. Nice steak and eggs. You had a Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger burrito. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a limited menu over there. I didn't even notice that. What What was the point with that? I, I just opened it. It was like uh, f- falsely healthy items. Yeah, it's like a protein shake, something else, and like an Impossible Meat. Burrito with vegan cheese. It looked pretty good. It was good. Yeah. Tell you, you know, it tasted good. <laughs> Boy, did, did the job. I ate my way through the Midwest. Holy shit! I told you about. It's, I think I told you last week when I checked into my hotel in Milwaukee. There was a cheese convention. I was like, "Well, that's on brand." Good job. <laughs> that's guys. a little redundant. Yeah, yeah, but oh, I ate some German food, uh, dude. I was mowing down, mowing down some White Castle. Probably had three or four White Castle meals. In I don't the last even. Two weeks. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know the numbers anymore. When I go there, I'm like, I don't know, fucking ten. Like, I just don't remember. 
But it's not no f- f- four. Stop at four. Yeah. You're an adult. I go. I say six. I, I, I finish six, but I'm like, you do not need six. Yeah, I I do the four. The the number one combo. You get four and fries yeah. and a drink. And I was like, yeah. That, and in my mind, I'm like, I. That's not enough, but I, no crave cases. I'll, I'll say that that's all I need. I t- I've talked about man, just that steam. There's steam cook. That is just. I love that just, that gray goop. Uh, Get that gray sludge on the bun. Ooh, I love oof. it, dude. dude. I had one ooh, of the gnarly. I had two of the best biscuits I've ever had in my life in the same week. Uh, I've that's spoke, a big. Yeah, I spoke very highly in the past of Tudor's Biscuit World. Which is only available in <laughs> in and around West Virginia. Biscuit World. Yeah, and not just Biscuit World. Tudor's T U D O R apostrophe. Oh, like the royal. Yeah, <laughs> the royal family. Yeah, the Tudors of the Biscuit World. In- incredible. <coughs> it's a fast food spot. It's much like uh, kind of like a Bojangles or mm-hmm. a, and uh, but they're only open. They they're hiring, and now all their advertisements are like be off work by two thirty p.m. because they close at like two. Oh, okay, it's only breakfast and lunch, but incredible biscuit. And then uh, flew in and out of Nashville just because mm-hmm. uh, it's the cheapest ticket to yeah, the area that I could flight, find yeah. direct flight. So uh, <laughs> both the day I landed and the day I left had breakfast at uh, Big Bed Breakfast. Uh, just had the biscuit with the tomato gravy. Mm-hmm. You've had that tomato yep, gravy. Yep, yep, had it when we were in uh, Birmingham. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. That place, dude. Yes, sir. You done? Tre- you did well, man. If I lived in Nashville, I'd already be dead. <laughs> just, I ate at Husk. Husk in Nashville. I saw those pictures. Oh, I had some broiled trout. I had... Um, what did I have? Oh, country ham. Oh, God. What makes it country ham? Is just I, less educated? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Some, as I'm saying, I'm like, don't. But <laughs> so good. This stuff was like cured for like 12 months, and they slice it real thin, kind of like not hate its heritage. <laughs> oh, then they gave me these little, uh, they call them Benny rolls. Benny is like the southern cousin of the sesame seed. So just okay. these little homemade yeast rolls with these Benny seeds, and then sorghum butter. They take butter and so- whip it with some sorghum, which is Kind of sorghum. Sorghum is kind of in the molasses family. Sorghum's this, I don't know how to describe it. It's just this dark, syrupy. I don't even I know. I remember feel like I, for, when I was a little kid, for some reason, I don't know, I, I always liked maps. I don't know. I just got, I felt I, there's a, a feeling of easiness looking at, at a map. I and love just, maps. But like, oh, here's the industries in this particular mm-hmm. state. And I just whatever map I remember was like textiles would have like a spool, uh-huh. it was like so it, like on the cities it would have the different symbols, and one of them was like sorghum, like a producer love sorghum producer. I'm like, I don't know why I found that. <laughs> I just you know I, you know again the ASMR we're talking about things that are satisfying, mm-hmm. looking at maps and seeing the little key with all the symbols. I'm like, well, they produce sorghum. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know you produce sorghum, Savannah, George. I don't know. Oh, but uh, I basically made my own little ham sliders. The whole, probably mm. probably gave you about a quarter pound of like really thinly sliced little ham pieces. And then a couple of those rolls. Mm-hmm. So I had to open up that roll, put a little sorghum butter on both sides, cram a few pieces of ham in there, smush it down. Man, I think, Dude. did you just get a big plate of ham? It was like an appetizer. Like, I... 
Just ham and, and rolls and butter. I not to sound like fancy or anything. Uh-huh. But I did a festival in Glasgow, Scotland, years ago. And afterwards I'm like, I'm gonna go to Paris by myself. I'm just gonna go to Paris for a few days, wander around. I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, I went to some cafe and just the only thing I recognized was Hemon. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I love that. And I had a giant, it was like a TV tray of sliced ham, like a platter of sliced ham, and then two little buns. And I'm like, am I supposed to make two ridiculous sandwiches? That's kind of how this works. take a nibble of this. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they're like, is this a traditional way? Like, do I take a little nibble of this uh, and then a little nibble of ham at a time? Like, I'm going to try and make one sandwich, see if anybody gives me dirty looks. And if, if it's cool, I'll just make two sandwiches. But otherwise, I'm not really sure what's going on with the dish. Oh, man. Because the guy looked at me, he's like, huh? And clearly, this was for a party of five. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's a wonderful thought of just yeah. Kyle sitting in Paris by himself eating ham. Just trying to be discreet. You know, everything's, you know, le petit, and it's a little coffee, and it's a cigarette. And I got this this. Deli tray for my that I ordered for myself. I'm like, ah, so much for being uh, inconspicuous, yeah. being an inconspicuous American, <laughs> idiot American. Yeah, well, give me all your ham. Overeating. Uh, I had a nice little 420 last week. Yeah, I know we talked about how that's kind of a you know rookie. I mean, you, that's like going out boozing on New Year's Eve. You know. But, yeah, but uh, you could still go to have fun and party on New Year's Eve. So. I had an off day between shows, and I drove down. Uh, it was only a couple hours from where I was. I uh, went to Ashland, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Never been to Ashland, Kentucky. And it sits right on the Ohio River, and it's a border town. It's it's right there. It's the border of um, Ohio and Kentucky. And then it's also only just a few miles from West Virginia. Yeah. So kind of where West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky all meet sits Ashland, Kentucky. And uh, so I went down there, 420, uh, to see my beloved drive-by truckers and uh, got a nice hotel room right across from the venue. And uh, just had and mm-hmm. uh, had some gummies with me. I'd acquired yeah. some gummies and uh, at a previous show. And uh, four twenty, got in that afternoon. Uh, just kicked it at the hotel for a couple hours. Popped some gummies. Watched the Braves game. Then walked a couple blocks over. Just a your run of the mill. And I've talked about how much I love just your run of the mill generic. Southern Mexican restaurant, not Southern Mexico, but a Mexican yeah, restaurant yeah. in the southeastern United States. I don't know what it is. It's just it's all kind of the same recipes, the same techniques. Yeah. And out here, you know, the Latinos in in LA or Southern California would probably roll their eyes at it. Uh, it's, gring, it's gringo Mexican. It's gringo Mexican, but it's it was like legitimately good. It's not like food court food. Like no, I, had I, know, a I know exactly Riano. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's homemade food. It's got all the same burritos. Mm-hmm. You can get them wet. You can get them squeezed. Oh, they're going to give you the rice and beans on the side. Yeah. I know. I know those plates well. I love those plates. And they have there what they don't have out here in Southern California is that white cheese dip, that white queso dip. And man, I was just sitting there yeah. by myself, just just. High out of my gourd, just mowing through white queso. Then I finished that, walked mm-hmm. across the street, saw a drive-by truckers just by myself. And uh, it was it was kind of a weird experience. It was a cool experience, but also a weird experience in that truckers, they uh, they draw pretty well. They play, most of the time they play theaters. Um, I've seen them mm-hmm. in 2,000 seaters, sold out. This was a 800-seat theater, beautiful, by the way, beautiful yeah. theater called the Paramount 
Art Center. By the way, when you go to a theater to, to see a show, whether it be a comedy show, band, play, whatever, take it. Maybe this was the gummies. <laughs> yeah. But, take, but first of all, I sat in the balcony. And my point is, and I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> like how many by the ways. It's like when you indent. Like when you indent under a table of contents. We're so far to the right of the page now as far as subcategories of the story. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. But um, I, I was just, the gummies were kicking in. And I was yeah. in the balcony. And there was almost nobody in this balcony. There was literally like me and like eight other people. Yeah. And the balcony was probably about half of the total capacity. So it was probably 400 seats in the balcony. There were less than 10 of us in the balcony. Yeah. So before the show starting, and they got the house music and those gummies are kicking in. And I'm just sitting there, just just staring out the ceiling, looking at the ceiling and the walls. Yeah. I don't I didn't do a Wikipedia search on it, but this place had to be at least a hundred years old. But like it almost felt like the cathedrals, like it was like an American version. Yeah. Like there was so much beautiful art detail up oh, on yeah. the ceilings yeah, and the walls, and like just no telling how much work and time went into like all the intricate artwork and detail. So like when you go to a theater, like take a minute to appreciate your surroundings. I mean, yeah. it really was incredibly impressive. Well, it was like a big night out going to those things back mm-hmm. in the day. It was, you know, it was the, again, like we're playing a comedy club that's in a mall. Mm-hmm. And I'm knocking all these outdoor malls, but that's what the town square is now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the gathering place. Mm-hmm. Everybody's spread out in the suburbs. There's no like, oh, the city, we walk to the town square. That's it. That's the gathering place for mm-hmm. that town. So that's, it's commerce, but, so maybe I shouldn't be like, oh, look how corny this is. Like, well, at least you are putting up fountains and making it pretty. Yeah, and, they're trying. And, you know, it's, they can't it, help that it's brand new. And Yeah, you, well, that's why maybe that lady that stumbled in last night was just got drunk at mm-hmm. the... Dave and Buster's. Yeah. It was like, oh, a comedy show. I like comedy. I'll wander into this tonight. And yeah. that, that went poorly for her. But yeah. Oh, boy. Same as if you were in a city and someone got drunk at a bar. Well, I hear a band in here. I'm going to mm-hmm. go watch, you what, know? What's in this room? Yeah. But yeah, I was just really, uh, just, I just had a moment of like, and just thinking about the history of a theater like that and how many decades of generations of people who come to see shows and I overheard one guy's like yeah I used to come here when I was a kid and watch this was the only movie theater and it's like just I couldn't imagine how big the screen mm-hmm. must have been it's like imagine seeing a movie in a you know huge actual theater instead yeah. of like a you know mall cineplex yeah but uh yeah well, was, some of those IMAXs are pretty big yeah some of them are nice but yeah it was just beautiful and my point is I felt so bad because I maybe I'm assuming maybe just this market, the Ashland, Kentucky, just there's only so many people that live there. Like yeah. it, it wasn't a small town, but it, it I think I did research and I think it's like twenty thousand people population. It's like an old, very industrial, there's a lot of warehouses and factories, and you could tell yeah. it's it's past its prime, but you could tell it was probably a bustling town forty, fifty years ago. But anyway, point is eight or nine hundred seat theater and I was able to count like literally just eyeballing count probably and i'm not shitting yeah. on the truckers like i felt bad probably a hundred folks in it no man it's probably 10 percent full i mean there's <clears throat> it felt like watching sound check yeah sometimes like maybe the advertising like how'd you find out about it 
just I always. So you're on top of whenever I'm on the road, I always research the the handful of bands that I'd like to see just to make sure they're not crossing paths. And it just so happened that they were. Well, again, that's why I do like bands in town, Mm -hmm. not just because that's I like to promote on it, because then I do follow the bands that you like on there and you just get an email like, oh, so and so is going to be within this area that you will be in. Mm hmm. You know, and oh shit, I will do that tonight. Oh, I didn't know they were coming to whichever city I'm living in. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so they didn't do a lot of advertising or didn't get the word out or. Yeah, I guess not. But they, to their credit, they still just ripped it and put, I loved it. Like, because yeah. I was high. I was just sprawled out up in the balcony. There was nobody near yeah, me. Get a little room. And I just sat there and they played like two and a half hours and it just, just, it was, but it kind of felt like watching sound check. Like, man, there's. So you know they finish yeah. a song and then you just hear. So people weren't even like getting into it. I mean, th- there was a small group of people that were really into it, but just if everybody was into it, it would have still felt you know like. But I, yeah, I just felt bad for him. The opener was amazing, Lydia Lovelace, who I've mm-hmm. I've followed for years. She's fantastic, and she just she's just up there, uh, just electric guitar, no band. She, a lot of times yeah. I've I've seen her before with a band, but she's just up there, just in this huge stage, huge theater, just by herself. <laughs> Just yeah. a beautiful voice, just just ripping it, and uh, but I also felt bad for her because she was humping her own gear after her set, like she's rolling up yeah. mic cords and stuff. I was like, oh man, I should have, I I, I should have tweeted at her. Mm. I'll, I'll go lug your gear after your show <laughs> for yeah, free. When, you, when you're getting paid as a solo performer, not yeah. a lot of money gets spread around. Yeah, exactly, and I'm sure that was the case there. She's like, well, I'm not gonna bring my crew if if I'm just doing solo. Was she? I know some people have been like, oh, you know, this group tested positive for COVID, so they they like this chunk of the band is taken out. We're filling with some day players, or what have you? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't so, know what the deal was with that. Maybe you know, just yeah, like forget. I think it's Wolfgang. Van Halen's band. Like, yeah, we're just going to do acoustic sex. We lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, people tested positive, but we don't want to cancel some shows. And- yeah. But yeah, it was an amazing show. It was just, uh, I, that was probably the most lopsided show I've ever been to in terms of uh, capacity versus actual tickets sold. Yeah. And it's just, uh, but yeah, it's to a, their credit, they you know they just went up. And they're professional, it. They're oh, professional yeah. uh, folks. Yeah, and again, not shitting on them, not their no, fault. No, nobody's thinking. Think, nobody's thinking you are. Yeah, it's yeah. just it didn't. Some markets just aren't there. Like, and we're saying, man, you know, they 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 pretty aware of their politics. Oh yeah, maybe Ashland, Kentucky, is also aware of their politics yeah. and didn't appreciate them none too much. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking about that because it was Ashland, Kentucky, and there was just a bunch of just good old boys. And I was like, I wonder how they're yeah. going to respond to some of the stuff. Not that their stuff is overt, but like no, if you but just it, but it's read not a the, little bit of the liner notes, you're like, oh, I see where they're coming from. It's not that I love cold beer and hot women. Country slop. Just that is a... Bucky Fuckington. <laughs> that is a... Difficult genre of music to find any appreciation for. My, I did a show in Hilliard, Ohio, basically a suburb of Columbus. And uh, when I get there, it was a nice venue, great show. I had mm-hmm. fun. Uh, shout out to uh, Lisa and Tom, put on a great show. But the house music, I, 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 as soon as I walked in, I was like, boy, this is fucking awful. Really? And I asked the guy running it, Tom, I was like, hey, Tom, um, real quick, is this your playlist or is this the venue's playlist? He's like, it's a jukebox. 
And I'm uh, like, oh, fuck. It's what the people want. Yeah. So big Daddy Warbucks whipped out some singles over here, fed them into the jukebox, and did that skip to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. You uh, Seven credits to play it now. And uh, so like the last yeah. 10 minutes right before the show started, I was making sure that we got some good shit up in there. I mean, was it anybody? You see anybody getting pissed about it? Or just like, it's playing and it's just gonna, no, nobody's using the jukebox. Well, here's the top 40. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people had dialed the, that fucking horrible slop up or it just, but yeah, I was like, well, it don't matter. It's my show. We're fucking changing the fucking Eric Church right now. So, <laughs> there was a. I hate that shit. Oh, man. There's a, I was watching some clips by some, by a Christian comedian. I don't know. It doesn't pertain to anything. Just like, Wow. All right. Well, it's out there. I mean, somebody somebody's paying for it. Is it the one I I think I know who you're talking about? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't need yeah, name, name names. names stuff, but I'm like, somebody's paying for it. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's blowing smoke up somebody's ass out there. It's blowing smoke <laughs> for sure. Oh boy. Man, anything else going on? Where you at? Nothing. Uh, nothing. I'm gonna you, go on. I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna week. leave the humble confines of the the comfortable, quaint confines of your place and go uh, haul my ass up to Salt Lake City to record a special. Hell yeah, buddy! You feeling good about it? I think so. And I think I'm gonna have three shows leading into it: mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday. So yeah, it's gonna be good, man. I'm I'm proud of it. You should be, man. Seriously, I'm, no. I'm proud of it. So, thank not, you. Not trying to pat you on the dick too much, but uh, but it's also not it's in the, something to be proud of. It's a great hour. Bef- I knew this time, especially because it went like I just okay. I know I need to record soon because mm-hmm. it's about to get to the point where I'm sick of this stuff, and I'm yeah. not. I'm still having fun mm-hmm. selling it. Like I'm not on autopilot with it. Yeah. Yet that's important. And so I'm like, let's record it before, and it it, it always. Every special, there's always times where you go, oh, I should have said it this way. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Of course. But I never, I can't, if I dwell on my comedy like that, if I dwell on it like, you know, look like looking at game day footage of like, I need to train mm-hmm. my body to, like, like I just, it takes the fun out of it. True. And maybe, the, I mean, it's a more professional approach to do it that way to like, I'm going to look at the footage, mm-hmm. I'm going to fine tune a bit, I'm going to change this word for this word. I don't know, man, it's just. What mood is it in the room that night? And yeah. that's how this set's going to be. Yeah. So hope to see people there. Yeah. Uh, any tickets left? Plug it. Where you at? Oh, there's tickets. Yeah. Oh, there's tickets. <laughs> wise, wise guys in Salt Lake City. There you go. But I pick, I just had, last time I was there, was the shows were like better than, I'm like, oh, Salt Lake City, I'd been there before that too, and the shows were fun. Mm-hmm. But it was wild last time. It was just it was just great. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll, yeah I'll record there. Sure. Nice. You guys were, were appreciative, responsive to the stuff, so we're going to give it a go. Well, hell yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. That's exciting. What about yourself? Well, I got nothing for a little while. No, you're just home? You get, just, you get sad again? Well, take it easy. You're going to get sad again, Dave? <laughs> I'm going to spend a few weeks at mm-hmm. home and then so I can uh, second-guess my career choices before I go back out of the room. Oh, man, now you're back in L.A.? you yeah. gotta, you got to see Dave out there on the scene, man. That's right. Walking uh, distance to a couple clubs. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's good to be back. Go poke your head in those places. I'm uh, I'm all horned up for comedy again. It's good to be horny for comedy. I'm so horny for it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward to use horny, but it's a great it's a great adjective. Yeah. 
It's a great adjective for like, oh, you know, like, good, oh, get in on that. I'm lusting over some yeah, jokes. I right want to get in on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, won't you be still? I got this, huh? <laughs> be still. We will be together in uh, Eureka, California, Humboldt County. We'll be there uh, May sixth and seventh, doing a, a show each night, and then on the seventh, I guess we're doing a live boogie. Monster. Seventh, we're doing live boogie monster in the uh, yeah. Is it six thirty? We're doing six thirty is the. Uh, yeah, nine o'clock showtime each night and six thirty for the uh, podcast on Saturday the seventh. You bet you. So, buddy. yeah, man, come on out to that. And I'll be in Bakersville in July, even though that's a long way away. It's the first time I've ever I've never been to Bakersfield, so uh, stay tuned for those details for my Bakersfield content. Let me know, man. I'm, I'm Bruce Gray. Actually, years and years ago, mm-hmm. the guy who set me up with a show in Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, real quick, comic of the week. Uh, speaking of live boogie monster. Uh, was on, um, where was she? Denver, I think. I think she was Denver, maybe Pittsburgh. Uh, Amy Miller got a new album coming out. Uh, maybe it's out now called California Queen. Nice. So uh, Amy Miller, so funny. Yeah. She's originally a Portland gal, right? Was she Portland? I think she started staying up there. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm. that's where I met her initially. Yeah, I think I mean, she may have started. I think she's from Central California. Her uh-huh. brother is the singer. This is a weird connection. I make that joke in Loose in Chicago about going to see a band, uh, Sam I Am, and how I saw a guy uh-huh. almost get a, a beager from some other Chicago psycho there. Uh, that's, I, I don't know if I've told that story. The guy was just like, play this song. And the singer's like, I'll play that song when you suck my dick. And the guy was just like, fucking all right, dude. Like, it's Chicago. People do not give. I mean, Rhett Miller has that great lyric about Chicago. He's like, where the booze makes no one blush. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay and so he just hopped on stage and singer's like all right like took his pants down say <laughs> the guy was from a band called luke skywalker <laughs> and he just grabbed his grabbed his wiener between his thumb and forefinger like looked at the crowd shook it a little bit like i guess here we go and the guy's like all right all right i'll play a song <laughs> like Whoa. it got that close uh but the singer of sam i am is amy miller's brother really yeah small world yeah how about that and uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Hold, what? Yeah, yeah. So check out Amy Miller, California Queen. Uh, so funny, she cracks me up. Great mm-hmm. on Twitter too. Always got great. Oh yeah, I just shit me. I just shout out Bruce Gray, emceed both shows this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, Blair. I think it's Blair Saki or Blair Saki. I think it's Blair Saki. S O C C I. Just killed it on on uh, Sunday night. She's so funny in Irvine. Yeah, I, it was good to see. I saw Steph Tolev. Mm. She like just psychos. I love it. Just yeah. filthy <laughs> and just just un un unbridled. Like I will be filthy yeah. at you. Yeah, and I will make you like it. Like, I appreciate it. this. Deal with it. Speaking yeah. of Chicago and shout-outs real quick, I might as well go ahead. Uh, my Chicago show, I talked about it last week. So mm-hmm. much fun. Pat and Deb were there. Uh, but shout-out to Michael Myers, uh, Chicago-based comedian. He opened. Mm. So funny. So, like, I mean this, like, in a, it's not an insult, but, like, stereotypical Chicagoan. Yeah. Like, he just, but not even, like, in a boisterous, obnoxious way, because I have met those guys, but just laid back, comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. And I, but here's my jokes, and they're fucking funny. Yeah. And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. There's, there's a few of those dudes that are just, 
they're good. Man, it's good. There's good comedy out there. Mm-hmm. Go take a chance on a weirdo local show that yeah. they're desperate for you to have there. Yeah. And you don't have to sit in the front. You could ask, like, we'd rather sit in the back. And yeah. they know why, you know? Yeah, take a chance. I, do, I hate it when people are like, I'm going to talk to the table in the front. I'm like, you're ruining local comedy. Yeah, no. Stop no. doing local comics. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. If there's nobody there, stop doing crowd work. Yes. Yeah, you don't you're, have you're to do You're scaring these people. Unless you're, unless you're exceptional or welcoming with it, mm-hmm. you're scaring these people away from coming back to your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't do anyway, it. My two cents. <laughs> well, buddy, safe travels. Thanks, man. You got the van. Keep between the ditches. Yeah, we'll go uh, camp out somewhere in Utah tonight. Maybe if we make it that far. Hell yeah! I just don't want to stop in Vegas as long. Yeah, I want to get past get Vegas. Get past but, Vegas. Past Vegas up into some cooler weather, hopefully. Okay. Well, hell yeah, buddy, and have fun this weekend, man. Thanks. Yeah, man. I, we'll, I, I I know you're gonna crush it. It's uh, it's gonna be good, buddy. Yeah, we'll. T- I guess I'll let you know next week how yeah, it goes. Yeah. You just you just be yourself, Kyle. Yeah. And that's plenty. That goes that can go either way these days. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for stopping by uh my, my silly little room. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. I'll I'll play you some records here. In Sinking in this chair. <laughs> All right, buddy. The Boogie Monster. Network.